this is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Think Inc. Are you thinking with me, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I hope so. <laughs> so we are starting off episode 51. <laughs> yes, I can't believe it. I am over the hump. <laughs> we are starting off random week thinking about spelling B S P E L L I N G B E E spelling B. Yes, you're gonna hear me try to spell out words and trust me when I say I am not very good in grammar English. Like English is not very good with me. <laughs> I don't know the rules. I don't know how it works. I don't know where the punctuation goes. I am so thankful for editors and Grammarly. You know, I just want to say that out there because if I can pay for an editor or I can pay for Grammarly, I am happy <laughs> because y'all can figure that out. I am glad somebody else can do that, you know, who has a keen eye to see the incorrectness of people's grammar. Like, <laughs> yay for you. However, I'm not one of those people, like, I can barely spell. Like, I'd be forgetting how to spell the most commonest words. Is that how you say it? The commonest? Is that, a, is that a word? I don't know. I'd be making up my own words. That's the problem. I wouldn't be able to be on a spelling bee because it'd be like, oh, spell la la la. And I'd be like, hmm, is that a word? <laughs> I think that's the reason why they say, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Oh, man, that's so funny. Oh, we're just going to continue on. We're going to break down spelling bee because let's be honest, this is pretty random. And with life, we have random thoughts. You know, we have random things that cross through our mind like spelling bee. Like who really thinks of a spelling bee? I don't know. Maybe parents with children that have to do a spelling bee. Who knows these things? I don't know. So let's just break down. What exactly is a spelling bee? For anybody out there who may not know what a spelling bee is, well, now you will have that satisfaction to know. <laughs> Poordictionary.com, a spelling bee is a competition won by the individual or a team spelling the greatest number of words correctly, aka a spell down. Spelling down. <laughs> you are basically going to try and spell the most. Like, mm, can they give me the easy words, please? <laughs> please. P-L-E-A-S-E. -E. <laughs> I had to think about that one. <laughs> okay. Um, I did some research from USAToday.com. Six things you didn't know about the National Spelling Bee. Number one, spelling bee was put on hold during the World War II. The competition launched in 1925 and was taken over by the Scripps Company in 1941. So there was no national contest from 1943 to 1945. Did you know? Well, now you know. I had no idea. Let's be honest. In my history class, they did not bring this up. <laughs> Number two, the spelling bee contestants have their own autograph books, sort of. It's kind of like a yearbook, but with the contestants. And technically, it's called a beekeeper. Allowing other beers. Is that what is that, is that the right pronunciation? Beers? <laughs> Beings? <laughs> Little bees? I don't know. Beers. B E 
Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, they basically signed the book and um, they call it a day. Anyways, number three, the contestants aren't immediately eliminated every round. The contestants misspells in the preliminaries. That's the end of the road. Number four, there's a crying couch. When the contestants lose, they are escorted out of the stage in an area where there's a couch where kids can wait for their parents to pick them up while they have a good cry. Number five, spelling bee dynasty. Technically saying it could be in their blood, meaning like it's a generational thing, like family tradition. They have spelling beers. <laughs> Number six, how do you spell hippogriff? <laughs> hippogriff. H-I-P-P-O-G-R-I-F-F. -I, <laughs> I don't know why I had to think about that one. I'm reading it. <laughs> Apparently, spelling bee ears. <laughs> they love J.K. Rowling. Harry Potter books, they are their favorites. And then they like the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. And lastly, loving the Lord of the Rings trilogy books. They love to read. Well, of course, because technically saying my next fun fact I was able to provide basically gave me the insight to spelling bee practice tips per spellingwordswell.com. It gives kids confidence for the competition. There's like a two part er <laughs> there's a two parter on how to properly study for these big events <laughs> part one strategies to use all year round if you are thinking about doing a spelling bee or you have a child thinking about doing a spelling bee get them ready by doing these two parters <laughs> number one read a lot of good books and expand your vocabulary number two learn your weekly spelling words that's important number three learn your best spelling bee styles do you trace with your finger? Do you speak out loud? Do you picture it in your mind? That is a style of spelling bee. <laughs> Number four, do, practice writing words on your own. Number five, learn basic spelling strategies and rules. There's rules to this, and apparently I don't know the rules. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe I know the basic rule, like after five words, you put a period. <laughs> That's the only grammar that I really know. Don't judge me. Anyways, number six, read How to Spell Like a Champ by Trinkle Andrews. Maybe I should read that book. Maybe it'll help me. <laughs> number seven, get a good dictionary and study it. You know, my mom always said I should get a dictionary, not to blame her. <laughs> Part two of how to give yourself confidence for the competition. <laughs> competition. C-O-M-P-E-T-I-T-I-O-N. Competition. <laughs> Practice ideas to use just weeks or days before the big B. Number one. Numero uno. Use spelling B words list. You know, from the third grade up to the eighth grade. Those are the grade levels that you should be focusing on. Number two, use the Spelling Bee Toolbox eBooks. Each book contains 600 words and sentences and rules and so much more exciting ways to keep thinking and learning to expand your mind and get ready for the competition. Basically, those are the ways you can study if you want to 
you know, be a spelling bee or or or. <laughs> so we're gonna go straight into the quotes because we're wrapping up the show. Quote number one: Knowledge has power. It controls access to opportunities and advancement. Hmm. Number two: Curiosity is the beginning of knowledge, but understanding is the beginning of wisdom. And that's a thinker, eh? <laughs> And number three, as knowledge increases, wonder deepens. Mm, 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 mm. Does your wonder deepen? (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of my new listeners and all of my returning thinkers out there. I appreciate anyone who is able to think with me in the simple ways, in the random stuff, like today's episode. It's it's nice to sometimes take a break from the constant repetitive thoughts that are constantly going through our minds with work and responsibilities and worries. So sometimes these random thoughts, you know, it, it's kind of like a fun fact all in all together, you know, because I don't really think about spilling bees or, you know, birds or flowers that much. But when I do these podcasts, it kind of gets my mind away from reality you know and it helps me refocus on other parts of life in general where it just makes you think and sometimes thinking is necessary and nice because it expands your mind and your horizon you know sometimes just thinking outside the box is more than just thinking outside the box (laughs) so food for thought knowledge is like a garden if it's not cultivated it cannot be harvested with that being said let's keep thinking stay tuned for friday when we're gonna be wrapping up randomly you take care y'all bye